Marky Worthington podcast all day. All day. Dream by night. <laughs> Don't buy me a drink. Just give me 10 bucks. Yeah, all day. <laughs> Go down to the strip club with your floppy disk and turn it into a hard drive. Yeah, right. You'll get fucking thrown out by Big Tony. <laughs> We're here to name names and make people feel more ashamed for shit that they're not proud of. Don't blow it. Keep it simple. Count your money. No, whatever it is. Hey, how you doing? Welcome to the Marky Worthington Comedy Podcast. This is episode 37 with uh, dual guests. Uh, this is the first time in a long time that I've had two guests on the show at the same time uh, with Kaife and Ross Yeoman. Um, they've both been on the podcast before, but first time they've been on the show together. Um, it's a yeah, really fun episode. I, I really enjoyed uh, the dynamic of having three people in the studio. So I hope you guys enjoy it as well. Um, Before we kick off, there's some dates coming up. A fairly chock-pack month for the end of March. So we've got um, tomorrow, uh, Tuesday the 16th of March at the basement. We've got the basement open mic starting at uh, 7 o'clock. Then we've got um, on Thursday, I've got a gig at um, Smith's Alternative with Fundamentals. Uh, that one kicks off at 7.30. It's got uh, Phil Carruthers, Kelsey Bullis, myself, Alexander Richards, and um, Jeffrey Charles, the room runner. So check that one out. There's some tickets in my description, uh, a link on my bio. Uh, if you're listening uh, to this on YouTube, head on over to my um, Instagram, click my bio, and there's your um, link for your tickets. And uh, same with all the other all the other platforms. I don't know why I specifically said YouTube. Maybe it's just because I just want people to go to my YouTube. If you haven't already gone to my YouTube, just subscribe to that. That'd be rad. Just midway through my um, comedy comedy um, dates, I'll just uh, randomly do a plug for my YouTube. Um, and then we've got um, the Boardwalk in Balconan. There's an open mic there on the Thursday, the 25th of March. Uh, so check that one out. I'll be performing on that room. Um, and then uh, rounding up the month of March, we've got um, the guest for today's show, or one of the guests, um, Kai Fei is doing his uh, Thinking Man's Bogan. Um, he's doing a special at Boardwalk in Belconnen on the 27th of March. He talks a little bit more about that uh, in the show, but just a heads up at the top to uh, go over and buy those tickets and uh, check him out. So uh, cheers for listening and uh, enjoy the episode. I love it. I love that it's the Marky Worthington podcast. With Marky Worthington. Hey, how you doing? Welcome to the Marky Worthington Comedy Podcast. I'm here with, uh, I think the first time ever I've got two guests ever since the second episode where I did Bradley Bishop and Jeffrey Charles. Back again here with uh, Kai Fay and uh, Ross Yeoman. How you doing, boys? Yeah, can't complain, man. You know, living life, living the dream. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm getting by on, on me. Um, I have a quick question. Uh, I'll just leave the questions for me, man. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, go ahead. No, um, so I think this is my fourth time on. Does that make me and Kai both front runners for most times on the pod? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think so. It'd be... I, I, I have to do a tally which doesn't include double episodes and then includes double episodes and see, like, between the two. Because sometimes, like, Kai and I did a double episode, and I think the first time you were on was a double double episode as well. Yeah, and we've done yeah. a single episode as well. And yeah, yeah, so, I don't know, man. I have to go back through and tally it up, but I reckon that you two would be in the top two. I'm just working out who's in front, but... um, I'm not in front. You can go behind. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I'm go behind. Go. <laughs> that didn't work. Reminded, okay, well you're fucking me up, yeah. So makes makes me think of like the <laughs> the Brooklyn Nine Nine. Do you guys watch that? Brooklyn Nine Nine. Nah, nah. Uh, For some hot. reason, the humor doesn't get me in it. You know what I mean? Like I don't when when I the style of comedy isn't my style. Like yeah. well, I've watched a couple episodes and it's not really been like my type of comedy. Like that kind of like heavily written kind of like yeah. heavily acted I've never I've never watched a single episode but I did recently as an experiment try to watch the American Office mm. and I'm yeah man just like two episodes in and I'm just like I don't know just like I could see why people like it but it just didn't didn't do it for me like maybe the Gervais version of the Office would probably be more my type but mm. the um Steve Carell as much as I love Steve Carell like yep. like you know just yeah wasn't quite. Have, have you watched the British Office? I think I've seen like a random episode here or there. Oh, dude, it's fantastic. Yeah. So I guess it's like most like those shows where Americans grab a hold of it. It's like Death at a Funeral and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, Like yeah, the Americans yeah. just kind of, they Americanise the humour. Yeah, yeah. Just, Is it a bit like that series? Yeah. It's a bit of a deep cut. Like not a lot of people seen this series, but that series are Wilfred with a guy yeah, in the dog yeah. suit. Oh, it's fantastic. The Aussie version the Aussie, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. but then they got a lot... Was it, the Aussie version was Elijah Wood? No, no, no it was the, great, the American yeah. version. And then they got the still had the same yeah. Aussie actor yeah, had the same as, yeah. as Wilfred. I think he probably saved it a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think that was the first time I've ever went to a dress-up party was as Wilfred, dude. I still got the fucking Wilfred outfit. <laughs> yeah, I bought it from, like, some TV store, like, where they just had, like, a whole bunch of... Dude, and the thing is, they tried to, like, complete the package, so they gave me an inflatable fire hydrant as well. I was just like, never does, in every any episode, does he, like, does it include... And it was an American fire hydrant, dude. Yeah. It's nearly like they had a fucking warehouse full of fire fire hydrants that they had to move. Like, it, it was better for them to get rid of it than to keep it. Like, it was costing them money in storage sort of thing. This was pre-bushfire season. Yeah, it was inflatable. I mean, it's not going to help much in a bushfire, but... <laughs> Neither's the, the dog suit, dude. It was so fucking hot, dude. It was like... I went to a... It was a, it was a pajama or onesie party. Yeah, yeah. And it was at a pub. So like I'm walked in, I walked in there with a fucking Wilfred suit on right at like just like a tavern somewhere. Mm. So like I walk in there and uh, there's just a bunch of trade because I rocked up like on time, not like or a little bit early maybe because I like overshot the time or whatever. I had my buddy with me. My buddy just wears trackies and a fucking shirt to bed. So he rocked up in trackies and a shirt, thinking like, oh well, it's a pajama party. I wear this to bed. <laughs> so we rock up there. He's got trackies and a shirt on, and I'm dressed up in a fucking dog suit, and we're fucking 10 minutes early, and the only people in the pub are a bunch of fucking tradies and shit. They're just going to think that he was your pimp. No, oh, so we just walked in. <laughs> you can just it's tell that... Furry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So fucking... Yeah, you're right, you're good. Um, yeah, it's just, it was it was nearly like they're just sitting like, oh, what the, what the bloody hell's going on here? Like, that's why I'm just dressed up like a fucking dog. But the best part of that whole thing was I said to my buddy, oh, well, fuck it. Do you want to, can you take a picture of me, like, taking a sip out of a schooner? And, um, because that's like a Wilfred thing to do, right? Yeah. Um, and he, he just has the, the phone, the old school phone. And he, it was on, um, it was on fucking video. So I'm sitting there just, I've just got this short video of me just standing there like, what the fuck's <laughs> taking so long? That's actually what I, I'm just like. What the fuck's taking so long? And then he's like, 
oh, it's on video. <laughs> it's like better than a photo, just a short video of me just sitting there like <laughs> posing for a photo, dude. Uh, that's for the video episode. If anyone's fucking listening to this on, on uh, the audio platforms, go over to YouTube just for that little snip. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's good to have you guys both on the show. I think this this is the first time I've had you both at the same time, so that's yep. fucking awesome. Worlds collide. Um, we've got... Uh, what do we got as far as like news, man? We had uh, Ross was in the Raw finals. Yeah, yeah. Um, what? How was that? Um, dude, it was it was awesome. Um, I, like I was under no illusions of winning. Um, just given my material and whoever yeah. voted you in was. I think I, I think they just threw me a bone and was like, yeah, all right, we'll let you in. But um, a pity spot. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was like a pity spot. Um, <laughs> Not, I didn't mean that, but yeah, okay, anyway. <laughs> but yeah, because I, I cause cause the, the Raw Finals at the Street Theatre were meant to happen, I think, in March of last year. Mm. And then, obviously, the world went to shit. Um, and I was so devastated that, like, because I, I left work at, like, midday, mm. like, timing my set over and over and over again like trying to keep it to under five minutes and that kind of thing and then two normally hours... you leave work at midday but for this time it was because of... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. the fact i even went to work is something. Um, i went to work that day yeah <laughs> yeah okay. but no yeah and an email came out like <laughs> two hours before we're meant to kick off saying ah oh, we've had to cancel because of covid mm. and like they kept dropping the crowd size from like i think they were from 200 to 150 then 100 and then they canned it and so then when it came back it was like oh but it's fucking awesome like finally it's gonna happen mm. um and it was it, it was a great night um and like i never invite like my friends or family to open mics that I'm doing or anything like that. But mm. I figured at the street theatre, I'm going to be one of like 10 or 12 people, you know, yeah, I'm happy enough. And I let a select few people know that I was going to be, yeah. you know, competing. Um, and yeah, I, I, I feel like my set went really well. I'm still really keen to, to get the footage. Um, but uh, yeah, unsurprisingly did not win uh, with my material. And I, rem I remember you, Kai, saying um, when I first told you that it was before the heat, like a year ago now, which is crazy. I think it's been that long. Yeah. Um, but we were having a beer, and I told you I'd entered this comedy festival. I told you what it was, and you were like, you fucking idiot. Why? <laughs> well, because you were like, you realise you only get three shots. Oh, yeah, you only get that. three shots at the title, yeah. Yeah, you only get yeah. a chance to compete three times, and you were like... Don't worry, we're not going to talk about any other reasons for that. <laughs> as we're going to keep it strictly business here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you only get three shots at the title. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> Yeah, and I really do. I mean, look, some people I've heard of, I've even met, you know, they go in first time completely green and they take it out. But, I mean, they're, they are exceptions to the rule. They're phenomenal, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, um, for the most of us, I think you lead need a couple of years under your belt before. Well, you know. yeah, I think I've been doing comedy for about yeah. 
three months. Yeah. And you were pretty frank <laughs> with me. And we're like, dude, you, you've been That's why Kai's advice is fucking solid, dude. Because you know that he hasn't, like, he's not going to, like, overthink it or anything. It's just straight this is, this up. This what I find funny. Like, this sort of stuff, like, throughout my whole life, people like to say shit like that. Go, I love getting advice from Kai. Yeah. Because he doesn't fucking sugarcoat it. Yeah. And I'm like, in my head going, <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> 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 like, it's all so often Bill is like, nah, man, quite tells it how it is. I'm like, eh. <laughs> oh, that's fucking good, man. Oh, God. <laughs> nah, but yeah, you're right. It's, it, yeah. I mean, look, it's great for the experience um, to do it. I mean, I did, I've done, well, I mean, there's always a loophole system. I've actually done four rolls. I didn't win any of them either, so I don't, <laughs> don't yeah. feel like it's, um, but yeah, um, yeah, you just, if you want to sort of have a chance, yeah, you, you need to sort of be really experienced in that field um, straight up, I think. Yeah. So, like yeah. even the people who win it straight away, they're riders, like the person I know, she won it first time. Mm. Like, and she won it like first time on stage at Raw. And she went through and won the grand final. Yeah, but wow. she was a rider before that and stuff like that. Okay. So she already had that kind of yeah experience. Yeah, okay. I yeah. think a lot of it is riding though. Like yeah. a lot of, even what we do with, yeah. uh, not just raw, but just with even open mics and shit. If I don't have the preparation in my set that I should have, or if I sort of let the, the riding fall to the wayside, yeah. I'll have a shitter set. Like I feel like if, if you can go into something with a good fucking um, written, a well-written yeah. joke, a good written joke. So I didn't even write that conversation correctly. Um, <laughs> but like that can really fuck it. Ah, oh, that's why I haven't had a good set in two years. I haven't fucking written a joke. In two years. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't written anything down. Come on, guy. It's been less than two years. <laughs> no, I'm not just... <laughs> well, I haven't had a good set in probably in a year. So. I think. Um... No one's had a fucking proper set in a year, I feel. I feel that everyone's still a little bit, like, on the back end, back foot for, like, not... Because, I mean, with, with all the COVID shit and stuff, yeah. like, I feel like we're not... Everyone's kind of still a bit reserved. Like, I'm still getting good crowds around town. Like, people are still... We're still doing good, decent crowds at, at open mics and shit. The, the basement, as far as I'm concerned, is now the venue for Canberra Comedy. Based on what I've seen, you know, the last couple. We're just of lucky months, enough so. that we have a a decent following of the 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 venue has a solid following. Yeah, yeah the venue brings its own. Brings it. Yeah. So like it and but the other part of that is it also tacks on to like the uh, the comedy crowd as well. So it's like they've got the the venue crowd, which some of them had hadn't been to comedy before. They were just like used to gigs and shit. And I feel that with the the crowd. I, I, someone pointed this out to me um, and it was something I knew but it wasn't something that like I realised like once it was said to me I was like oh fuck that makes sense right someone said to me an outsider from the Canberra scene it seems like the crowd is not um, used to comedy they're used to gigs like so when I MC I literally need to tell people you can laugh like this is how yeah you watch comedy a lot of people will just nod like they're watching a band like fuck yeah like yeah like it's like i feel like sometimes if i'm nailing a bit the the crowd is just yeah it's like i'm yeah yeah literally like if i'm nailing a bit dude it i may as well be holding a guitar doing a solo that they react the same like 
It's it's yeah, it's fucking weird. Tucking their undies on the stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the um. Sorry, just get back to the writing thing. Yeah. Um, I think. I thought you were gonna say to get back to your raw final. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, just selfish. just to get back to your original question. Raw was good. <laughs> Can we talk about me again? Yeah. Um, no. Um, but when when you're emceeing a room. Mm. You have to be a little bit more, uh, a wanky term, but a, a little bit more prolific with your writing because you've got to do those, like if someone bombs, you've got to get the audience mm. back mm. up and you can't just rely on olds and all that kind of stuff. So I can definitely see that with you when I see you do five minutes, um, you know, at Smith's or wherever, you know, Boardwalk or wherever else. So humble, not mentioning your room first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like trying to think of other rooms in town before you said yours. Sideways. You're like, yeah. you're like uh, Smith's, um, oh, fuck, I'm out of mine. <laughs> you're like going through old rooms, you're like, uh, Phoenix, fucking like the Irish club, all that sort of shit. <laughs> The private bin. Back there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ICBM. Yeah. <laughs> Treehouse, mooseheads, all those. But yeah, sorry. What I was trying to say is. Canberra like, Theatre. <laughs> it, it, like, it, it, it does force you to write more because you know you have to do more stuff. But, and the upside is you, you get to practice that stuff because when someone goes up, um, you know, between comics, they're not, they're, I think the crowd anticipation is a little bit lower. And so if you can, if you can just get two or three solid laughs in like 40 seconds a minute, whatever it is, um, you brought them back up and, and there's less pressure sort of thing. Um, but I, I, I thought I stole from you, but you stole from Kai. Yeah, yeah. so this is a great what? fucking forum for this. What? So um, last boardwalk, yeah, yeah. Um, Ross says to me, he's like, hey, uh, sorry, I, I kind of stole your um, your premise with the whole, um, if you think it's funny, you should laugh. Oh, right. And I was like, no, that's cool, man. I stole it off Kai. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fight both of you. Fucking stealing my fucking bit. I'll leave your lav mics on yeah, so yeah, I can yeah. start running. <laughs> <laughs> just get like like in fucking that big fat Greek wedding where yeah, the chick yeah. tries to get up and just gets like taken out by the, the, the headphones that she's still got on. Yeah. There anyway, you go. Whatever. Yeah, so... Oh, you stole it. Well, that's good. Because it's weird, too, because you're talking about, like... So now we need to know who you stole it off. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I steal it off someone? Or... I actually don't know if I did. It's a pretty common... It's a pretty common... Common theme, line, though, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, okay. and, and something that you pointed out to me in the early days of me emceeing was I need to separate my stage time from my MC time. Like, yeah. you, it's a different vibe. If yeah. so, Sometimes people's stage presence is fairly upbeat like Kai you you sometimes can have slower bits of like where you're building yeah. but for the most part where you've got high energy parts they're like really high energy yeah, yeah. whereas yeah. my stage presence for my comedy is fairly low energy yeah so like I'll like tell us even if I tell like a bit that goes uh, good and yeah. the crowd's laughing I kind of like tend to shy away from also like bringing up my yeah. level um but so one thing that i often do is when i MC, i'll go back into doing bits or like not sort of like pronounce myself as much whereas i 
need to that's something i need to work on as an mc like i need to separate that and yeah. i still do it dude i've been MC in the basement like ever since um it started mm. um and i think a couple of times i've got guest mcs but for the most part i'm too fucking like egotistical to let anyone that's else have thing that. you stole off me <laughs> being it's to a, let anyone else in see your room yeah, yeah it's a thing though like I, mean, I you gave me your room like, yeah, yeah i didn't steal that shit no 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 but it's funny because like yeah but he like, chose to give it away that's so, the yeah. whole point it's the yeah, control yeah. thing yeah. this is like a me too psa or yeah. <laughs> no no the the room gave itself willingly i don't know what the <laughs> fucking <laughs> um <laughs> fuck um <laughs> uh so that's one thing i still subconsciously tell myself and i still pick myself up when i do it wrong but i constantly will like especially if someone um if someone just comes off stage after like before a break or whatever i won't keep that energy going sometimes yeah. i'll just be like all right fucking 10 minutes see yeah, us later right, yeah. but I, I just need to make that second nature to like bring that up so that's something that i've learned from emceeing yeah no i have to agree with you like MC. i mean i'm lucky i guess as in i'm high energy or generally high energy so it's easy for me to sort of or no but i don't forget that when i'm emceeing mm. my you know um, so yeah, so that is sort of a thing. In yeah. fact, as you said, it's really hard for when I try and bring it down. Like when I did that, um, I did that Karen help. Yeah, thing, yeah. And when I actually had to bring my, that was actually really hard for me to like bring my energy down and be comfortable sort of in that space. But at the time I knew that I was just doing a routine. Yep. It wasn't like the, I wasn't the backbone of the night or anything mm. like that. It was just, so I was able to you know, do what the fuck I like, but it, it was it good. It was weird. It was actually good to see. A different style of your comedy like yeah. and even when you're getting laughs you were like still tr like trying not to like match yeah. that energy I yeah it was, trying, I was just trying to stay it was, yeah it was fucking good man is i want to do that again yeah it's a, it's a good bit i reckon yeah. like you could the thing is though it'd be hard to do i can't do it as part of my a part act. of a bit you've got to do I've it just do it by itself alone that, like, that that would probably be a good bit if I was doing that to do like for like an online release, like a yeah. five minute YouTube bit. Yeah. Like uh, like I've got um I've got some crowd work shit that I've been sitting on for a while. Yeah. And um videos from crowd work stuff. And I'm like, I should put that up because I'm never gonna be able to recreate crowd work. I might reuse the same kind of yeah, jokes. Yeah, yeah. But case like lately I've been doing accidentally doing crowd work like i i was at boardwalk recently did some fucking yeah, yeah. crowd work there and yeah, i happened to be filming that night and yeah, i'm yeah. like fuck that's a good went, thing well. yeah. yeah and then but the thing was because i was so invested in the crowd work because if you get a good chance to do crowd work man you're not going to be like i'm going to ignore that situation and i'm going to burn through my material which i planned to do tonight hey, no go throw it. the material aside and fucking go for the crowd yeah, work I'm shit at crowd work Dude, I'm, oh, I'm, try, I'm trying to force myself to like start doing it, but I just yeah, yeah. I don't know. So, People just aren't as interesting as me. Like, see, it's, <laughs> it's like, dude, I'm fucking into watching. Uh, yeah, you do up. crowd work, but everyone's a boring fuck. So. Yeah, yeah, no. So that's I've, I've said this on your podcast. I have been begging for a heckler. 
and I'll probably get one now after this gets released. But yeah. you know, oh, just just to see how I actually market this only to hecklers. How so yeah. I go back and forth with them, like yeah, this is the you know, just because I ha- and I say some pretty inflammatory stuff. I'm not I'm not trying to be malicious, but it's not it's osteoarthritis, not like all this inflammatory <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of the old uh, IBS yeah. going on there. Um, yeah. Appendicitis. We've got all this sort of shit going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But no, I, I, I'd love to have a heckler and like just have like that direct like, okay, you want you want to you want to do this? Fucking like, hate hecklers, man. Yeah. Oh, I, it, it, complete disrespect to all hecklers. If you go to an open mic night and you heckle, mm. stop talking. Get off the stage. You're the scum of fucking what? The earth. Uh, yeah. When's the fucking comedy start? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck. It's the worst like, shit, dude. You, you, I'm heckling him and he's not doing fucking mm. shit. Yeah. See, the, that's <laughs> actually how. That's exactly. How. <laughs> he's like, yeah. yeah. His wish was granted very quickly. <laughs> but, um, I'm but, not a genie. But. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone seen American Gods will understand. I don't grant wishes. That's right. Don't you seen American Gods? will understand. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, I'll uh, leave that one up to the viewers because we obviously haven't seen it. Uh, <laughs> YouTube I do love Shane, though. Yeah, yeah, he's good in that. He's fucking. No, I fucking. Hate I, I'm not the. Oh, I'm God. not the film buff that I wish I was. Like I, I'm. I know a couple of movies really fucking good, but not like a broad range of movies. Like if that was evolution i would die out like if because i'm not a generalist i'm a like a fucking specific yeah, movie niche. reference yeah. yeah yeah it's good that's actually good for crowd work though because i'll just draw it towards a movie i know heaps about and i'll just randomly drop some fucking like deep cut and you'll get someone up the back that's seen that fucking movie and knows the reference <laughs> and they're just like oh this guy's going fucking like deep on this shit right but man i, th- I think it's so funny that you're like i wish i was a bigger film buff and it's like, I remember saying to a mate, I wish that I was either bilingual or I could play an instrument. Like, I'd give anything to do that. And he said, yeah, you'd give anything except the time to learn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just said, and, and, and you, you just said, I wish I was a bigger film buff. Yeah. I can't think of an easier hobby to get into than just sitting on your ass and watching a fucking movie. Yeah. See, the thing is, dude, I didn't say I'd give anything for it. <laughs> like, I legitimately just want to know that without giving anything. <laughs> no, the the thing is, like, I, I don't know. It's kind of like my, my personality is like that. Instead of watching a whole bunch of movies, I'll watch my favorite movie 200 times. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm. I'm just... Because I, but the thing is, I'll rewatch it and pick up something that I didn't notice the last yeah. time. So I'm like, fuck. It's a bit like that's why I don't like those massive games, like RPG games, like role play games and shit, because there's like too much to do and I get overwhelmed. So like, I prefer to just play a game with like a linear storyline and just fucking like a hundred percent complete it. Yeah. Like just because I. So how's Pac Man working out for you? Oh, man, I'm still stuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what. I'm doing though like I'm literally playing retro games because my like attention span doesn't ex- like expand outside of fucking um, retro games yeah. they're made for like just small linear games that are just like pretty hard but like not um but like your haircut you're stuck in 1995 <laughs> 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 I was gonna start heckling the shit out of you yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure it's an 
pretty sure it's a made up quote. Because otherwise, it's just all quotes are made it, up, dickhead. Mm-hmm. Sorry, no, I'm going to stop. This is basically the Ross and Marky podcast with a guest heckler, <laughs> as heckled by Kai Fei. Yeah. So, sorry, you're saying. Um, yeah, I think I, I, I'm pretty sure it's a made up quote, but basically, apparently, the guy who made Pac-Man said, um, you know, if um, if video games influenced us when we were children, we'd all be running around in the dark right now, listening to retro music and eating pills. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Good, yeah. I can see that. I can see that. Not at Moosey's. It's like this. Yeah. I should change Moosey's to Pac-Man's. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Should, we should open a nightclub called Pac-Man. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, it just plays retro electronica. Did I and actually fucking drug sold at the door? Wouldn't flag the cops at all. Though. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you saying that in this club that's new and interesting, the bouncers actually sell the drugs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Whoa, what that's so crazy. I've never heard of that before. <laughs> it's nearly like fourteen bucks an hour is not enough money. <laughs> they had to double Fuck it, we're, it. we're gonna open up my club. That place would have to have Mo as its bartender. I always said this, man. As a bartender, as a bartender, yeah, I I have to say that, like, if you have you seen um, Death Proof by Quentin Tarantino? No. That's actually one of his. One of the few I haven't seen. Yeah, is a oddly specific reference. So he cameos in that movie as he does in a lot of his movies as the bartender. Yeah, and um, towards the end of the night, he um brings over a tray of shots to the the table and sits it down and then just sits in the empty chair puts his feet up on the on the table and does shots with him and i was like dude the perfect bartender in my mind is a cross between mo and tarantino from death proof like someone that will do a shot at the end of the night with you or get fucked up or whatever and hang out but also the start of the night i always found that i have to be mo like i have to be that like like get your fucking drink and get away from the bar yeah, or like because you're literally like herding cats by the end of the night yeah, like you're yeah. literally <laughs> just like fuck like i remember one time this is pre-covid there was um uh that song jump comes on yeah, for like yeah. a retro 80s night yeah yeah and people were literally trying to jump on the table like it's just literally like when would you ever yeah. fucking decide that was a good idea like it's just at the end of the night it's literally like I literally feel like a childcare worker just fucking trying to keep everybody like off the table. Don't climb yeah. on that. Get down <laughs> off there. No, don't swing off the fucking roof. Like it's just it literally. I literally feel like Arnie in you kindergarten. Need to go to the toilet. The fucking bathroom's over there. Dude, I literally feel like I, I just need to be like shut up. Like Arnie in fucking kindergarten cop man. I I said that before for the listeners, but I didn't get the response I wanted, so I obviously had to repeat it. <laughs> like it's like yeah, dude, we heard you the first time. It's a shit fucking joke. Like you did. <laughs> it's like do you hear me that time? Yeah. I heard you the first fucking time dude that happens so much in conversation i'll be like make a reference like three times and like yeah dude, dude we heard you i'm like okay just check in if you you like want to laugh that i'll stop if you, you want to laugh, laugh yeah, yeah. Okay. i MC the conversation you feel free to laugh if you, anything i say is funny <laughs> but so you, you want to be mo for the first half so you're just suicidally depressed and then eventually you start drinking alcohol and you aren't depressed anymore yet. yeah I like it. That's breakfast. I did shots with you in America. 
Yeah, I heard yeah, that. I do shots with you in America, like when I was over there. Yeah, get a few drinks. Like, like you got to buy a couple of drinks, but then all of a sudden you're just like, like you know, you buy a few drinks or a row, and then a couple of shots will appear in front of you. Like, mm. didn't even have to pay for it, and the barn's like shot on the house, mm. and you fucking do one with you. Mm. I think I try to get more tips by the end of the night. Stuff, yeah, yeah. Obviously, end up tipping, but <laughs> yeah, I was just like, yeah, sweet man, I'll do a shot. Like, just do a shot at the barn, or you can buy them a shot, and they're like, yeah, no problem, man. They do like. It, yeah. yeah, I mean, as long as I guess they don't get sloppy, but yeah, dude, fully drink, a, right? a lot of bars are cool with um with that that I've heard in the states. Like yeah. they also free pour as well, so booze is like tends booze tends to be a lot stronger um as mixed oh, drinks and yeah, shit. Yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty fucked up. Especially also too, even if they do pour, an American shot is fifty mils, mm. not thirty, like yeah. an Australian shot. Yeah, yeah. Because so I remember I bought over there. I bought this pumpkin whiskey or something. So I was like, yeah. I want, I just want a shot of that. Was it October? No, no. Okay. Oh, no, it was November. Okay. So, yeah. so they're selling out the October so, so, pumpkin yeah, spice yeah. stuff. But dead set, man. Like in this bloody, like it's like a small tumbler. They I'm still had like... the sign. They were like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, November as well. I was just like, what, what's like, no, after a shot. And he's like, yeah, that is a shot. Like, thing was nearly the size, like the glass was nearly the size of my fist. Like, oh, yeah, like I couldn't shoot it. I had to like drink it, you know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. like oh, I wanted a shot, not a fucking sit, you know? Like, so right. afterwards, you ordered your girlfriend a double and then said, not my fault. Uh, yeah, you drank it. No, dude, Kai wasn't what? dumb enough to go to America with his girlfriend. Yeah, I didn't go to America with my girlfriend. Dude, yeah. I tell you what's fucking... Um, uh... Apparently, the, the term shot yeah. um, comes from like old West days um, where if you didn't have money, you could actually pay for a shot of whiskey with a bullet. Yeah, I like totally a, Like, so they used to call it a shot because yeah. they'd be like... Oh man, I like haven't got any mm-hmm. gold to blooms or whatever the fuck they use. <laughs> <laughs> so, dude, imagine the first guy to ever fucking come up with that. And he's just like, well, I haven't got any money, but you can have a bullet no, out of my you know what it probably was? It probably like, it was a threat. But the oh, bartender yeah. mistook. He's like, I got no money, but I got one of these. You know? And he's like, <laughs> put the bullet down. Like, I'm gonna fight. And the guy's like, oh, okay, I, I need bullets in my gun. Like, yeah, yeah. Here you go. And the guy's like, what? Like, Here you go. It's like, no, don't <laughs> shoot me. <laughs> don't Give it to me before you yeah. unload it yeah, and we'll yeah. call it even. even yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, it's like fucking win-win. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a bit like when you go to the bar when you're leaving, like when you're about to head off and you're like, oh, can I grab a Jack and Coke, but don't crack it? Don't crack it. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you give him the bullet yeah. without shooting it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just bang. Probably was, probably just a threat. Dude, that's the worst shit ever. When you work, I luckily the bar I work at doesn't have a takeaway license for the the bar. They yeah. do apparently have one, or they had a temporary license for the restaurant. Yeah. For during COVID, because they were doing deliveries and shit, and they could yeah, like yeah. give people booze. I don't know if they're still doing that. Um, but I, the license is fucking expensive to have a takeaway yeah, yeah, yeah. license. Uh, so they got a temporary one over over COVID, so they could still do that. But um. Working at a bar, so like a lot of clubs and shit do it, where you can like order takeaways from the bar. So like, um, my brother used to work at a golf club, and um, they used to have a takeaway license. And he said the most fucked up thing is like trying to keep everyone from just cracking them because they're slightly cheaper because they're takeaways. So they're just like retail prices, not yeah. bar prices. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you'll get some dickhead at the end of the night, just come up and grab, like, oh, can I grab a four-pack of Jack? And you're like, all right, man, like, take away, because, like, it's last drinks, is that yeah. for takeaway? And he'd be like, yeah, yeah. 
and you fucking like he's just out in the poke he's just like with the bag next to him just drinking out yeah. of him just like oh fuck's sake like, you, you go to stop him and there's like four yeah, other cunts yeah. doing it and like people are just coming over and he's like selling them out of his bag like you know just like oh you can have one man truck five bucks in me pokey and you can have fucking like one of me jacks <laughs> just sitting there like fuck's sake cunt. Hey, i've been doing it wrong all these years <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Why would you? Why would you pay money at the bar if you could just slap five bucks in someone's pokey? Yeah, <laughs> it's a bit like yeah. the shots at the bar, man. Like, honestly, as a bartender, if I had a um, this podcast should be called as a bartender, but they um, <laughs> they um, it's like to to combat to com- name out of the title. Do yeah, exactly. <laughs> the exactly. bartender comedy podcast. Yeah, yeah the Mikey Worthington comedy <laughs> podcast. <laughs> bartender edition yeah so it's it's like to combat the like ang- as a single mum because i just can't say that like i it's like my closest i can get to something that as like, a bartender. yeah no so anyway they um the the thing that always gets me with that man is like i would prefer honestly like if i'm being selfish i'd prefer a five dollar tip for a free shot i gave to someone than to someone buy an eight dollar shot because it's five dollars in my pocket, like yeah. if you're gonna be selfish, right? Yeah. yeah. So what a lot of um. Bar- and you've got a bar mitzvah coming up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've got to squeeze every penny. Well, we'll get to the part where they smash a bottle on my head later, <laughs> but um, <laughs> um, but we won't for anyone that's gonna skip through this podcast to find that part. You greedy bitch. Anyway, so um, the um bartenders i've spoken to that have done bartending in canada and america said that what they actually do is they will often buy a bottle yeah and have it behind the bar and that's their bottle which they either take shots out of or give shots out so if you buy a bottle right well let's just say if it's like a decent bottle like 50 bucks or whatever um and you give that out man you got like 35 shots in that bottle, 32 shots in a bottle of jack yeah. You're getting five bucks tip for each for one sure, of those yeah. shots. So you don't mind paying that five fifty bucks for the bottle. Yeah, you're getting, $150 you're getting a mad yeah. return on it, yeah. Yeah? yeah. Um so I would prefer that, but then at the same time you're kinda of undercutting the bar and I actually care about the bar, so I you know. It's weird I work like most of the people's day jobs, they're like, whatever, man. Once I'm not getting paid, I'm fucking gone, right? Yeah, like, yeah. that's how it works. Yeah, but, yeah. like, I legitimately like my bar job, plus I like um, the people there as well. Yeah, yeah. So, it's, like, probably why I've stayed there for so long, because it's, like, I've got the, the good things going yeah, for man, it. Yeah, yeah. It's nothing worse than hating your job. Yeah. It's fucked. And, and the, Trust the, me. the people are critical. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I've, like, I've done contracting for different government departments and stuff, and... It could be the most interesting project in the world, but you could have a team of absolute pricks. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, I don't want to come in today, you know. Yeah. Like, I've worked on dog shit projects that I know aren't going anywhere, but the team are fucking fantastic. Yeah, I've had some pretty, like, shitty underpaid jobs, but I like, yeah, the people I worked with made it good. Like, at the moment, I make the most money I've ever made. And That's how it should be, I right? I fucking like... hate my job. Well, I don't hate my job, but... Yeah. Like, if you would offer me the same money to go back to my old job, mm. I'd be there in a heartbeat. Like, yeah. Bang. It's like, like the few no, times... No mm. yeah. yeah, like the few times I've tried to make bartending my primary job, Yeah, like, it's just never, never worked out because I've always... I think I've always enjoyed it as a side job. 
but if it became my full-time yeah. job i might like start to get fed up with it it's 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 just like it's like chili man like if you if you put a bit of chili on a meal you're like fuck yeah that like spruces it up a yeah. bit um don't you love that saying spruces it up fucking so like, is that the thing that only aussies say i don't know is that like one of those aussie Aussies. fucking no i think that's global spruce spruce banner i guess is <laughs> no 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 so the spruce moose yeah. we can take the spruce moose yeah. get in I said. I said. Fucking so good. Man. I watched that episode last week. Actually, yeah. I'm going back through on Disney Plus. And, yeah, I've started watching. Not a sponsor Disney. of the show. Yeah. Um, I've Homer's recollection of the uh, the vote where they agreed to have a casino. <laughs> he's like all. Oh yeah, he's like got a moni- monocle <laughs> and Mar- shit. Yeah, Marge yeah. is yelling no with like some Nazi yeah, yeah. shit on. And yeah. He's like, and then it cuts back to him, and he's like. So I said to the president. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, it's like the the good job is literally like the the chili. Like it it, yeah. it makes a meal good, but if you just ate a bowl of nothing but chili, you'd be like, this is fucked. Yeah, got a sore ass. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna fucking yeah. hurt, dude. It's like uh, actually, funny story with that um. Always premise every story with funny stories, so you just make so you sure that everyone know. everyone has very high <laughs> expectations, so that you can fucking kill their kill it off real yeah, quick. Yeah. But um, so my pop he passed away a few years ago, but um, like I said, hilarious, <laughs> hilarious. No, so no, no, I was, I was thinking of I was thinking of a of a hilarious story about a brown snake. <laughs> 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 Did, um, like that's inside baseball right there yeah yeah sorry anyway so that's where the funny ends my pop passed away that's where we're at um and sorry man (laughs) (laughs) oh fuck no so um no so anyway he um he hadn't drank since he was like 50 and at his 80th birthday he was like um he was like oh i'm Someone bought him a drink, yeah, like yeah. just was just like like you know out in the bush, people out in the middle of Central yeah, West yeah. New South Wales, people are just like, oh god, fuck, it won't hurt you, mate. <laughs> like even though he's been sober for thirty fucking yeah, years, yeah. old mate's just gone like, oh fucking, you know, his name was Neville. Ah, yeah, oh, yeah. Nev, come on, won't fucking hurt you, mate. <laughs> like trying to just like knock him off the wagon after thirty <laughs> fucking years, dude. Like yeah, yeah. I was expecting to see some Barney shit from fucking like when they go to nasa yeah Yeah. like he just falls off hard but um and goes over the factory of pillows into the factory spikes or whatever yeah yeah Yeah, so like i was just like what the fuck like why um yeah why would why would you jump off the wagon at that point but i guess i get when you're like 80 you're like it's not you know like you you, you don't sort of it's more of it's like uh that that bill macon's got a bit about his grandfather yeah yeah I, I won't burn it but yeah it's like you get to a certain point and it's not really like a thing right yeah. like when you're like 50 and an alcoholic and you yeah, still yeah. got a job and all that shit yeah, it's yeah. like different right yeah if you're retired but if you're just an an 80 year old dude that enjoys a beer every now and then you're yeah. like well whatever bottom line is i'm not justifying it but <laughs> no so, <laughs> no, so he gets a um he only drinks diet coke that's like the one thing that's the only thing he'll go to the pub with everyone else and yeah, just yeah. drink diet coke and everyone in the town knew that he didn't drink and all this shit yeah yeah oh mate buys him a drink oh nev won't hurt you 
And he literally, like, he was about to do his speech. Like, thanks everyone for coming yeah. out. Dude, best fucking speech ever. This guy gets up there. He's holding a fucking, holding his drink. Yeah. And my uncle gives, like, a proper big, like, 80s of massive feet, like, you know, all this stuff. My pop just gets up there and just goes, Well, I'm proud of everyone in this room. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, that's it. Like, it was nearly, like, fuck everyone that didn't come here. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, but yeah. so, um, not really, but, yeah. And he just takes a sip out of, out of his drink for the first time in, like, yeah, 30 yeah. fucking years, right? So, he takes a drink. He drinks it. And then someone comes up to him at the end. And they're just, like, he, he's back on the Diet Cokes. Yeah. And they're, like, how'd you, um, how'd you find the drink, mate? And he goes... I'll tell you what, it spruced the cokes up a bit. <laughs> and I was like, he's like fucking parting fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. That was like the last time he drank too. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, but um, dude, how good... Spruce the coke up a bit. Fucking shit. Tell you what, spruce the cokes up a bit. <laughs> Such a Neville thing to say. But anyway... You know what spruce coke... You know what spruces coke up a bit? Coke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you took the coke to destroy the coke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. All right, well, um, I tell you what, we got a section with uh, story time, so we're just going to take a quick break, come back with yeah, our yeah. stories to close out the out the pod. So uh, thanks for listening so far and hang out for the uh, for the next, next part where we're going to get in some uh, stories. So thanks, everyone, for listening. And uh, make sure you check out um, Kaife Comedy. Um, you've got a date coming up, man. Yeah, man. 27th of March is actually my big solo hour as I'm, I'm about to leave for Melbourne to go do it. So, yeah, 10 years worth of work, really, man. And, yeah. You know, like, if you're ever going to come see me, I reckon this is actually... It'll probably take me 10 years to do another show this good. So, this is the show. Come see. 27th of March, um, two shows, 7.30, 9.30, Boardwalk Bar. Check out Kaife Comedy um, or just search Kaife and try booking for tickets. Fuck yeah. yeah. Um, and Rosh, you got the um, Boardwalk Open Mic, which is the last Thursday of every month, yeah? Yeah, it is. Um, I've already got myself and uh, some friends tickets to Kai's on the 27th, just to reiterate. Yep. Yep. Um, just because uh, I want them to laugh at you, <laughs> not with you. Um, uh, but yeah, no, this month's boardwalk, uh, we've already got a full lineup. Um, we might even go to 13 comics. Yeah. Um, and that's at 8 o'clock on the dot um, at the boardwalk in Belcon. And it's always a really, really fun room. Like everyone yep. has a laugh. Yeah, and free entry too. So yeah. come and check it out. For sure. Cool. Uh, you know me. If you're listening to this podcast, you already know my fucking socials. You're probably already sick of fucking seeing me, <laughs> seeing all my shit on everything. But I'm going to reiterate it for you because uh, that's just the way that Marky Worthington comedy works <laughs> on um, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook, you know. And sometimes, you know, that's how he kind of works when he's on Twitter under Marky Comedy, you know, yeah, look, just as I mean, how know. he is. I mean, if he, and, and also, like, that's definitely something he would do if he was going to Twitch stream on Sundays, like, on Marky Worthington Gaming. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. like, yeah, that's something he would do. Look, but, look, but look, I'm not going to bore you with... <laughs> I'm not going to bore you with the facts about how you can find my shit. I mean... All, all, all I'm saying is that it's a shit podcast. <laughs> 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 because Ross only knows it when he's on it. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
All right, cool, man. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening and uh, keep your eyes out for the next episode. Cheers. Don't it's buy me a drink. Just name names. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Big Tony. You'll get fucking thrown out of the strip club with your floppy disk. Yeah, all day. Make people feel ashamed for shit all day. <laughs> Don't blow Don't it. Don't into a hard drive. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> We're here to keep it simple. Count your money. That they're not proud of. Just give me ten bucks. All right.